Welcome to Alter Your Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Laura. And I'm Jared. And we're back after a hiatus of sorts. Um, thank you, COVID and 2020 ruining everyone's plans for everything. Um, so yeah, this in case you're new to the channel or anything, we talk about comics and comic book stuff. And we work at a shop here in Lima, Ohio. And yeah, this is what we do. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So over the last three months... Well, Let's go four months, just in case. I don't know how time works. Uh, what has everyone been doing during this COVID time? Uh, I've been working uh, constantly, uh, every day. Nothing really changed for me. Um, we do a lot less going out in the evenings, obviously, because everything was closed for a while. Uh, we still don't go out a whole lot, but uh, just nothing's really changed on my end. So <laughs> Work, and that's about it. Yep. Ditto. Also, just still working. Yeah, with you working at the refinery, if that shuts down, we're in major trouble. Yep. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of video games and some board games, um, so that's been that. I haven't gotten any good at them, but I've been doing them a lot. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what's been going on for us. We closed down the, let's see, I want to say it was like the last weekend of March, maybe? Pretty close to that, yeah. Um, we are closed until the middle of May. We've been slowly getting new books coming out since. So we're like, well, nothing to review or talk about really since there hasn't been books coming out. But now books are finally seems to be in the full swing of things. Um, Marvel is producing stuff again now for the first time since COVID. DC never really stopped, it seems. And neither has most of the independent stuff. So, but yeah, things are back to quasi-normal for releases of books. Um, but there have been some news with things. So, DC Comics is, how do I want to put, um, Termulus right now? Or just, yeah. Yeah. Un uneasy, um, weird. Uh, weird is the best way, I think, to put yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what to think of all the chaos over there. So, basically what happened was around middle of April, when everyone was shut down because of COVID, uh, DC announced that they are going to be shipping some of their stuff through people other than Diamond Comics, who has had... I want to say like a monopoly, more or less, of comic book distribution for the last 15, 20 years um, with Marvel and DC. And they're like, you know what, Diamond, it's been real, it's been fun, hasn't been real fun, so we're going to go look at other venues during this time while you guys are shut down. So that happened, we were like, well, once things open back up, it'll probably be back to normal. Um, then around the beginning of June, DC announced that, you know what, everything's back to normal, but we're permanently leaving, you know, Diamond Comics. So that was a bit of a shock for pretty much everyone in the industry of like, oh, the short term thing is apparently bigger than that. So they left, they announced in the June, I think it was July, either July or August, beginning of August was when, I think it was the beginning, first week of July was, uh, DC Comics were no longer through Diamond Distribution. They had to go through a couple other different um, distributors, and it's been weird, in short. Mostly because like all of our POS and everything is set up for you know Diamond Comics. This is their format. This is what it does everything. We're good to go. Then oh crap, everything's awful, sort of. No, well, for you know what, forty percent of the market? Would you uh, say? I would say about forty percent. Yeah, I would yeah. say they're about forty. Marvel's about forty. Then the rest, the last twenty percent, is indie stuff. Yeah. Um, that's a huge chunk to have almost half of your whole market just switch. Yeah, and especially for us, like, okay, who do we have to order from now? Because um, the graphic novels are now from a different distributor than even the single issues. So it's potentially th from one distributor for DC to have three different options then is just huge. And uh, a bit of a shock, and I know a lot of stores are like, all right, we're protesting DC, we're only doing special orders, nothing else. We're not, you know, we're not taking the gamble on it. But for, like, stores like us, DC lately has been one of our best sellers. Oh, yeah. They've got some great stuff out right now. Yeah, with Deceased going on, uh, Joker War, it it is roughly outselling Marvel pretty well, for us at least. Um, so, like, I get where the other stores are. No, DC, screw them, they mess with us. But we, I don't know, it's kind of cutting off your nose to spite yourself. Like, yeah. if you do that completely. So, if it works and, the, and DC changes options and that's cool, but I'm not gonna I wouldn't necessarily cut off possible revenue, you know, out of that. But then, this week 
on Monday night, I believe, DC announced um, some major layoffs going on in their uh, upper management, I think is what it said, where it's roughly a third of DC staff, like the executives and stuff like that, gone. Yeah, I was shocked by that. I did not see that coming at all. Yeah, and it was it's huge like okay what who who's gone what does that mean um i know they canceled the whole 5g line that they were going to do this year partially because it was supposed to kick off at free comic book day which is now free comic book summer and no one actually seems to care for the most part it's the it's just not the activity that it was of right. Free comic book day right um but yeah they're it, it's weird right now like who's still gone who's left what does that mean for DC as a whole? What does that mean for early comic books as an industry? So who knows what will happen with that? I know people, when they announced they'll be leaving Diamond, oh, that's the end of DC Comics. Oh, they're laying off. That's the end of the- It doesn't mean anything until it actually happens, is the way I see it. Yep. So uh, what happens with uh, Diamond Select Toys with this? Will much of that change with the DC line? Well, near as I can tell, I mean, not a lawyer, don't know the paperwork at all, but near as I can tell, all that should stay relatively the same. Because um, it is actually made by Diamond themselves. They're the ones that make them. Right. Now, will DC renew their uh, copyrights and stuff with them? It's hard to say. So we could see the Diamond Selects no longer have DC characters, or they could do still just the same. I, I'm not sure. Um, still a lot of unknowns out there. Right. I can see Diamond saying, well, if you're going to cut us off, we don't want any of your product. But at the same point, that's doing the same thing of people protesting. Like, yep, you're, exactly. losing, you're, you're losing out on money then if yep. you do that. Because, yeah, the Diamond Gallery statues there are $50. Those are great statues. Yeah. Um, yep. And they're inexpensive compared to a lot of the others. They're affordable. It's And they're great statues. Yeah. So who knows what the, any of that means at this point? Um, other than it's super weird. Any other comic book news that we want to miss? I'm going to touch base there with the Free Comic Book Day being Free Comic Book Summer. Yeah, so normally Free Comic Book Day, there's like, what, 30 different titles? Yeah. 30 or 40 different titles each year that we offer out that we you know we have a huge block party and do. Uh, this year, obviously, we can't do that. So they're doing Free Comic Book Summer, where you get to pick and... Luckily, our initial orders, we are allowed to cancel and pick and choose what we wanted to order and everything. Um, and for us, at this point, we're done with Free Comic Book Summer because the big titles that people mostly care about, the Marvel and DC titles, well, there is no DC title this year, but the Marvel title that already came out, everything else that's coming out later on isn't great that we won't really stock. So at that point, like, well, instead of having books to give away, we'll just try to say, hey, buy this other one instead that's better. Yeah. Because there's some really weird stuff that... I was really surprised. Like, really, you're launching with this and then letting us pick and choose? All right, well, we picked and we chose to not carry the rest of them then. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, all right, we had uh, Spider-Man, X-Men, Firepower, Power Rangers, Rangers, My My Little Little Pony, Pony. and Horizon Zero Dawn. We had that one also, and that was it. Uh, The rest of the time, we are like, this really isn't moving our margins to have you know order extra stuff just to give away right it's not really worth it for us laura you have anything else you want to comment i was curious like have you given away all of your free comic summer books yet or are they still we have given away the vast majority of them okay we still have a few left but not a whole lot the problem now is we're starting to see some people come back in for the spider-man version of the free comic book day book because it's a first appearance of a new character the first appearance is going to be mostly considered the actual Spider-Man or the Venom book. But, like, I don't know. We do have that, but it's only for... If you don't have one yet, then you can ask for it and we can get it to you. With you have to, The caveat is you have to make at least a $10 purchase. And then you get the free stuff. I'll have to check. Did we get ours? Yeah, we got ours. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I'm about 98% sure we got ours. <laughs> I oh. didn't end up reading it because we didn't do a review that week. So, yeah. Free comic book summer is a thing, I guess. Um, looks like there will not be a Halloween Comic Fest this year. Um, it would have been solicited already. We had, we didn't see anything. So at this point, it's safe to say, not going to happen this year. That's what, two months away? Uh, it's, you, yeah, months. Halloween Comic Fest is usually the last Saturday of the October. So with it being August right now, it should have been in this month's previews. Yeah. Nothing in there. So, Which, I, I mean, at this point, I think is a safe option to not do it. because I agree. The only reason why we're doing free comic book summer is because the books were already printed. 
when everything got shut down. So it's like, well, the book's even still safe. Free comic book day printed on the top. It still has the ads saying, you know, the whatever May 3rd, 4th, whatever that first Saturday was. It said the release date had the ads and everything inside it. And it's like, well, it's already printed, so sure, give it away. Yep. On Comic Fest, not even printed yet. Just skip along. Maybe we'll do it again next year. So yeah, that'll be it for our DC news. Yay! The top books of this week uh, would have been Wednesday, August twelfth, that these books were released. Um, Jared, or no? How about we, let's go with our favorite books that have come out during the COVID break. Let's go with that. So not just this week. Yeah, that would probably be my pick. Batgirl number 47. Uh, it's the uh, Joker War. It's a side issue, collateral damage. Um, Joker pays a visit to Barbara Gordon in her apartment, uh, like he did all those years ago when he paralyzed her. And uh, they have a uh, kerfuffle. and they, they fight. Yes. It was very, very well-written, well-drawn, and it was satisfying. It, I'm waiting for the next one. Yeah, so it's we'll got me. I am just all in of the Joker War right now, and that was probably the best issue so far. So, if you're a fan of the Killing Joke, um, this basically picks up right. It would you'd be perfectly fine to pick it up right after that, realistically. Yeah. Um, where Joker, yeah, he comes to her apartment. If you didn't read Killing Joke, he shows up to, shows up to her apartment, shoots her, she comes paralyzed, and moves on from there. Um, and yeah, this is definitely bringing up that scar of being shot again or you know being paralyzed and under control but she's she's ready for it yes it's a great actually i don't want to say jumping on point because the series is ending but it's a great standalone issue you don't need to read the past four issues to see what's happening and uh it was so much fun it was a blast yeah like she's ready yeah (laughs) i don't think he was ready for how ready she was no not at all um yeah, it was definitely one of the best ones that have come out the last couple months. Uh, so I'll, I'll move on to the next one then. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorites that have come out during all this was Firepower. Um, so Robert Kirkman of the fame of Walking Dead. Um, so Walking Dead ended last year and he started a new series called Firepower. The very beginning story is a graphic novel, an original graphic novel. Uh, it is only nine ninety nine has a bunch of pages it's a full-size novel um zero ads basically what we're comparing this to is a combination of iron fist meets avatar the last airbender um so you start with the graphic novel then there was the free comic book day issue that is issue number one and issue number two just came out like a week or two ago and it's pretty good i really enjoyed it um guy goes into a mountain to learn an ancient martial arts and fights and drama happens. Uh, that was in, basically in volume one, the prelude to everything. And the actual series itself jumps to like 20 years later after the whole expedition of learning the power. So like he left the monastery, he has a wife, has some kids. So then you're trying to find out what happened while he was gone. Uh, but yeah, Firepower by Robert Kirkman. Great stuff. Yeah, it was really good. Um, the like I said, the first issue was a free comic book day issue, so it was free. So you want to read the graphic novel, free comic book day issue, then issue number two. Issue number one was the free comic book day issue. We could have ordered it to sell, but we're like, we still have the free ones, so we'll just give you the free one if you buy issue number two. Just go with that. Yep. So you get one and two together. Yep, and the graphic novel is only ten dollars. Yeah, it's it? only nine ninety nine. Yeah. Um, it's the great full, price point. I don't know how many pages that is. I miss one. It's books. a full size graphic novel. Uh, so yeah, it's some good stuff highly recommended if you're interested into avatar or iron fist or just good martial arts stories yes great great thing to go with all right and that'll cover loosely what's been going on since covid there's been been others been a bunch of other stuff empire's been coming out uh weekly it's on issue five i think that came out this week um so that's been surprisingly good I I read the some of the previews issues or whatever the zero issues of like Avengers and Fantastic Four. I was like, this is dumb. I hate it. Absolutely don't care. Issue one came out. Oh, it has a nice twist to it. I'm in. So that's been five weeks straight now. So I can recommend Empire also 
it's almost done. It should be in graphic novel relatively soon at this rate, but... Yeah, I caught issue one, but we were sold out of issue two and three before I uh, <coughs> was able to get to it. So, issue one was awesome. Yeah. But I am really hesitant to read uh, four and five. I'll just wait for trade at this I, point. I mean, yeah, I think issue six, the final issue, is supposed to come out in like two weeks. I think this is the one time that it's not going to be weekly. My best guess is they're just trying to get everything out and out and everything before the next event. That was, so, like, this was supposed to be several months long. And I was like, all right, well, here's everything. Have at it, boys. So, yeah, it, it's been good. If you have a chance to get all the issues, great, do so. Otherwise, the trade, I imagine, is not too far out. Um, actually, I'll look up and look into that right now while I'm on here. Uh, but we'll start into this week's picks. Uh, Laura, what are your favorite books that you read this week? I think that my pick of the week is Venom 27. Um, even though it's, it sounds like it ought to be in the middle of everything, but he kind of got thrown through a portal and transported into another dimension so he doesn't know what's going on either so it's a good jumping on point and it seems like he's on a planet where a lot of people seem to have symbiotes also and he's trying to figure out really what's going on and why is he here and how to get back where he was i enjoyed venom venom number 27 I think that's supposed to be the second appearance of the new big character they made. Because I think it was either 26 or 27 that had, that was the new character that people were clamoring for the free comic book day issue of Spider-Man also. I forget what the guy's name is. Maybe Virus? No? Virus. That's what it was. Oh, okay. Uh, where it's like a combination of Punisher, War Machine, and Venom. Yeah. All together. Yeah. Where he's like black with like a green or a neon green something like that yeah spider symbol <laughs> uh and looking up the empire trade is scheduled to come out october 28th oh that's not too far at all so just over a month away from now where that will have issues one through six and the aftermath of avengers and fallout and fantastic four so that'll have pretty much everything so that'll be let's see six seven eight nine ten issues it'll be 34.99 when that comes out october 28th that's not bad for 10 issues. Yeah. Uh, Jared, what are some good books you read this week? Mine were both Star Wars and Darth Vader. I was, it was hard to pick between them. Uh, Star Wars technically came out last week. But that's oh, okay. okay. The Darth Vader for this week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can still talk about Star Wars, too, since, I mean, this is the first one back since everything has gone down. Uh, actually, which one was the uh, uh, fake Luke in? The guy uh, pretending to be Luke Skywalker was that, that Vader. Was Invader. Yes, that was so much. That was hilarious. Uh, some guy's trying to get work, and he's been at a bar, and uh, he pretends to be Luke Skywalker, and Vader runs into him. <laughs> so it does not go well for that guy. Some blonde kid with like a half mask. On yeah. Visor. Yep. It was. Uh, it was really good. No, he. Uh, it's continuing his uh, journey with. The Handmaidens from uh, Queen Amidala. So it's culminating to a big story arc with that. But uh, they find, they go to the Queen Amidala's uh, tomb in this issue. So I don't want to give too many spoilers away. We'll do spoilers. Yeah. Uh, I'm, get, so I'm getting too far. So we're going to try something new this week. We're going to do spoilers at the end of the podcast. Um, so I'll put a timestamp in at the beginning or in the details. I'll try to do that. We'll be, we'll see how that works out and say, Hey, spoilers. We'll make a, we'll have a noise or something going on when there's a spoiler break in case people want to avoid spoilers. So I'll stop there with Vader, but that was my pick of the week. It was really good. A lot of fun. Uh, and then my pick of the week was secret se or seven secrets. I always do secret sevens. I don't know why, but seven secrets by Tom Taylor is the writer and let's see, looks like Danielle DeNuculo and Walter Biamonte. I'm sorry, folks, I don't know names. But the biggest thing is Tom Taylor, uh, known for writing the Injustice series and Deceased, which has just been phenomenal. I guess going, if I was paying attention, I should have read this out earlier for something that happened during COVID. Deceased has been phenomenal every single issue. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I guess we, we talked on it briefly, but yeah, deceased is wonderful. But uh, Seven Secrets. Uh, I was at, Mark and I was actually able to read this in advance um, to decide if we want to stock it or not. And we read it and like, yeah, well, we should carry it. So I need to reread it thoroughly now. I skimmed through it when we got our books this week. But it takes place from the narrative of a love child of two henchmen or bodyguards. I don't know. Almost like guardians of, Guard, of yeah. one of the seven secrets. Presumably one. Presumably of one. Um, so this, these two guards, they have a kid, which they're not supposed to do. And they're like, well, you can either give it the kid or you can quit and then raise the kid. Like, well, we'll give it the kid because we swore our oath to protect the secret. And it's going from the kid's standpoint, like what he's telling them about like his birth and then shortly after when bad stuff happens and i really enjoyed it i thought it was action-packed and had a let a good groundwork and it was, it'll be interesting to see where it goes yes i'm excited for issue two to come out of that yeah i actually added it to my pull list and yep so did i so i'm really tom taylor if you're a fan of any of his work it's a safe bet to just just buy it don't even bother researching it just buy it you'll you'll like it um, any other standouts for this week that you guys have read? Uh, Batman Joker War. Okay. That was really good. Uh, he teams up with Batwoman in the latest issue, which is issue... It was Detective Comics. Oh, it was Detective. I'm sorry. You're right. Detective uh, Comics uh, 1025. 1025. Yep. And uh, he teams up with Batwoman and... Uh, Joker War, no spoilers. Uh, is in full swing. Yes. And it's not looking great for the Dark Knight. No, it is not. It is a Dark or Knight any for the of Dark his, Knight. Yeah, any of his team, companions, everybody's on Joker's list. Uh, it's got Harvey Bullock in it. Yeah, anything Joker War, it's worth getting and reading. Yeah, it's been really good. Laura, anything else stand up to you this week? Um. Well, Big Girls, did you... Yeah, I did, did enjoy you? it, and I did read it. Yep, I, I read it. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. It seems to be in this alternate reality, there's some sort of virus that affects some people, and when when it affects girls, they turn into giant, normal girls. Like Godzilla-sized. Yeah, but when it affects boys they call them jacks and they turn to like demon like scary monster things yeah and so the the girls who are affected by this virus actually turn into kind of the the guardians to to keep protect those guardians yeah keep the city safe so this one is a specific city i forget what that's called that yeah they had a special name it was like the precinct or something where they keep it the preserve. Preserve. Yeah. Had a lot of... It me of, like, old kaiju battles or bit, things yeah. like that. So it was fun. It was a good read. It was really something different. If, you yeah. want, if you're looking for something new to read, this would be one to pick up. If you're into Godzilla or Pacific Rim, any sort of giant kaiju stuff, I'd say this is definitely... Seems to be up your alley. Um, let's see. Another one that I read this week... Uh, would be that I really enjoyed is Marauders issue number eleven specifically was this week's. Uh, it is the sl- oh, this is a very slight spoiler, but it's on the cover, so I'm not going to get away with it right now. It is the funeral of Kitty Pride, or Kate Pride, or Catherine Pride. Kitty is dead. Um, she's been dead for a few issues, but for some reason she could not get. Uh, reincarnated or whatever they're calling the process when they become pod people and get remade. For some reason, they couldn't do that with her. They didn't know why. And it was a good funeral service for her and everyone else coping with that. Um, and this is looks like the path towards X-Men's new crossover event called X of Swords or Ten of Swords. I don't know which one it's supposed to be. The Roman numerals or an actual X? I don't know. But yeah, Marauders number 11. Uh, written by Jerry Dugan, which yeah, normally I don't like his stuff, but he's been knocking out of the park with this stuff. So, Marauders number eleven, uh, Death of Kitty, and Lo- and Lockheed is there. The dragon, pet dragon, is there, which is always fun. 
Uh, if you do not want spoilers, uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's not much I can do other than, you know, our standard spiel of follow us on social medias. But for those of you that want spoilers, this is your cue. This is what temporary sound key I have right now. If you want a sound key, specific sound key, let me know and I'll change it. But this is our spoiler sound key. All right. It's the soundboard. It's what's built in. So it is what it is. All right. So now we're going in deep with the books that came out recently and or this week. Uh, let's go with the best things that we saw within spoilers, with spoilers, why we love the books that we loved. Uh, Jared. Uh, I know you were chopping at the bit. Okay, let's start with uh, Star Wars and Darth Vader. Since these were uh, recent relaunches, so they're still early to pick up, uh, Vader has been really good with... uh, He runs into somebody he thought he it was padme so a little bit of backstory before you yes. get too far in i do want to mention that these stories take place between jedi and empire Correct. so the the first series took between hope and empire this is between empire and jedi just to, yes just to set the tone of yes. where it takes place in the timeline so he uh runs into her, somebody he thinks was padme but it turns out to be her handmaid yeah, that was issue one. That, that was, was issue like, one. It was like Padme, and then it cut, and that was the end. So they've been going on adventures, and uh, it's basically culminating to all of Padme's handmaidens are in this uh, issue four, and uh, they are going to do battle with him because they think he is going to like defile. Well, they think Padme. that he's the one. That, he's, so they the, think he killed. Uh, Anakin, Anakin and, and Padme because they know that they went to Mustafar and that was the last they had ever heard so like oh well that's Vader's home base so it was Vader's fault that that's what happened not knowing Vader is Anakin Anakin is Vader correct yep so there's a pretty good fight scene with all of them attacking Vader and uh, he takes the necklace that at the gave, end that he gave Padme in Phantom Menace, Phantom Menace in the original yeah. that she had on her funeral march everything I mean it was it's been really good Vader has been knocking it knocking it out of the park as well and what I really liked about this week's Vader is it, for each of the different handmaidens like sure it was mostly about the one maiden that was supposed to be the body double but this one still showed glances of each person of what they meant yes. to Padme like oh this one's a security guard this one is the negotiation master or whatever like each one showed a quick panel of what they meant to Padme Anakin was in the background of each panel right behind all of them because he was always there because yep. That's what he did. <laughs> yep. Um, in Star Wars, it uh, picks up after Empire Strikes Back after he gets his hand cut off. And he's uh, they go to look for his lightsaber, him and Lando. And I'm going to have to reread those. But the latest story arc that they're doing is he's uh, searching for another Jedi. Who he comes across in the latest issue. Who runs from him and sets him into a trap. And then uses the Force to read his mind with a big reveal that he's Vader's son. So, in the... That he is in Luke is Vader's son. Yes, Luke is uh, Vader's son. The other Jedi is just still some random Jedi. We yeah, don't really know. we don't know who it is yet. But uh, he's in a deep trap right now because, you know, this Jedi thinks it's Vader's son. So, he's after him, obviously. So... What I wonder is, is this Jedi the one that we saw that caught the lightsaber in Cloud City? That's what I'm wondering, too. So, uh, who knows? We may see later on, like, hey, here's... I know, you know, I've been following you for this long, and by the way, here's your lightsaber that fell down with the battle. So, hopefully that's the same person. Maybe that's an answer to that question of who who is the person that caught that. But. Right. So, it's been really good. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next issues of both of those. Yeah. Uh, Lord, do you want to go into deep spoilers of any of the stuff that you read of what you liked and why you liked it more detailed? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> That's <Sorry>. fair. <laughs> yeah, I I tried to not do spoilers, and I I don't think I really needed to discuss anything. <laughs> fair Sorry. enough. I, no, I guess okay. I did a bad job. No, I'm just giving you the option. <laughs> Try not to give too much away, but at the same time, you know, we right. talk about spoilers in this segment, so right. it's kind of hard to... Dr- you know tread that line uh so i guess i'll go next with marauders back to that one issue 11 so again kitty pride died um it was one of the 
members of the Marauders that didn't want to be there that killed her. Um, I don't think anyone else knows who did it yet, but it's actually Emma that helps bring her back. Um, and like reads the mind of Lockheed who saw what happened and everything. So she's building that back up, uh, to get him to get even. And the cool thing is they figure out the reason why they can resurrect her is because they couldn't resurrect her before because her body didn't, was in constant phase and didn't know that it had to break out of the egg to hatch. It was naturally trying to phase out. So Emma actually helped guide the body to phase through the eggshell. And then Xavier uploaded the consciousness of Kitty into it. So he's like, oh, here you go. You're actually a full person now. And it was just really cool. Um, anything with Lockheed is fun because he's a cool pet dragon. And it'll be interesting to see what kind of fury rains down on... I think it was Sebastian Shaw that killed her. I can't quite tell. I think that's Sebastian Shaw, isn't it? It looks it like it. I don't know if you would recognize him or not. Nope. Okay. My so, guess was Wolverine. Nope, that's definitely not Wolverine. <laughs> I, I just saw Mutton Chop. So. That, that, that's a fair assumption. But no, I, I'm pretty sure that's Sebastian Shaw. Or, But anyway, yeah. Shows them killing her. And Emma's not too pleased about it because she likes Kitty. They're friends. And, yeah, you don't go killing your friends. It's not cool. But, yeah, Marauders issue 11. Really great. Um, if you haven't been reading Marauders or really any of the X-Men, I highly recommend read all the X-Men stuff that's going on right now. Uh, they did the reboot late last year with House of X and Powers of X. Any other spoilers you want to go over? Uh, should we talk about Joker War? Sure. Let's dig. Okay. Specifically within Joker War, we have to start with Batgirl. Uh, actually, let's start with Nightwing because okay. that's more the prelude or the coming up to the Joker okay. War. A um, while back in one of the Batman issues, I don't know which one, uh, Nightwing, Dick Grayson got shot in the head. That was close to a thousand uh, of Detective. I don't know where it was around there, but yeah. I was close to that. Yep. So he's been going by Rick Grayson with no memory of his past life. Um, he still has all of his acrobatic abilities because of muscle memory and everything like that. So uh, Joker finds him in a bar and uses his Joker venom and kind of corrupts his mind. Well, it's also the mind cube yes. that the Spiral Agency... I think so, yes. The, they used a brainwash him to make him forget who he was. Right. Because he was able to heal from the... Somehow, able to heal from the bullet to the head. Right. But they, they then brainwashed him, too. He Temporarily, he was a talent, I think. Yeah. During all that mess. Um, it's finally starting to get back to becoming more of him being Nightwing instead of just being Rick Grayson. Right. Right. So it has a Joker's new girlfriend punchline in there, too. Uh, they used Dick Grayson to attack... Batgirl, I believe, in the last issue. Sounds about right, yeah. So, uh, wait, still waiting on the next issue to see where we're going from there, but uh, that's been good a good tie-in. Uh, if you've been following Nightwing, it's been a good way to get him from Rick Grayson back to his old self of being Nightwing again. Yeah. So, it's been pretty fun. Uh, Joker War uh, just launches right into it uh joker has taken over all of batman's tools not all, not just batman's but all of all bruce, wayne's. bruce wayne's like he reveals like hey bruce wayne has been funding batman forever yep so he goes he, after lucius fox uh, with some handy dandy joker serum yep and because uh, luther has taken over as the place of alfred since alfred is dead yes yep so for now we've been uh we're starting to get the tie-in issues. They're called uh, Joker War Collateral Damage, where, uh, again, with Batgirl 47, we kind of went into detail with uh, Joker coming back to Barbara Gordon's apartment, uh, and he uses a device, I don't know what it is, to... He basically hacks her spine implant so, and if you don't know, paralyzed. Right. Her. So she was paralyzed by the gunshot wound, uh, and she was paralyzed for a long time. Then it wasn't until rebirth that she was no longer paralyzed anymore. Right. They never really explained how she became unparalyzed. It was just than, something in her spine. They uh, stuck something in something, her spine. Something, something sciencey. Yeah. Um, and now we know that there's basically a little processor chip in her spine that he that was supposedly unhackable, whatever. But it was with Wayne Tech. And of course, with Joker having access to all of Wayne Tech now, he was able to hack it and re-paralyze her. 
So uh, they have a good brawl, a lot of conversation. Uh, he keeps taunting her with uh, how he did this before. And uh, she gets the upper hand at the end of the issue and really takes it to him. They're both... Both laying down in a puddle yeah. of blood. Like, yeah. he, she hit him with a battering right in the spine. He's laying down. There, She's laying down. And at one point, I believe she even mentioned, like, ever since you did this to me, I was prepared for this to ever happen again. Yes. Like, I, I can walk, I can fight or whatever, but I've always trained in case I can't have access to my feet. I can still defend myself. Oh, yeah. Once uh, he paralyzed her, he let his guard down big time, and that was a horrible mistake. That was his hubris catching up to him yep. a little bit. So that was excellent. And again, we uh, talked about Detective, Comic, uh, Detective Comics 1025 a little while ago, where he teams up with Batwoman. Yep. Um, at, at a uh, graveyard. At a graveyard. With Harvey Bullock. Yep. And Joker is pretty much dive-bombing uh, Batgirl and the police with Batman's old drones. With drones, yeah, that are, of course, painted as Joker and his gang, because why not? And, yeah, they're just constantly 3D printing everything that they need at their own whim, because screw it, they have the money, they have the means. Might as well just have an infinite number of drones. Yep, Batman shows up, kind of saves the day of all the cops in the graveyard, and... Moves forward with Batman and Batwoman driving a tank. Right. So uh, they're going to try to save Lucius Fox. And and they do. And they do. Uh, presume. I mean, they they rescue him and they give a slight antitoxin to the Joker. They said, "Hey, you know, this isn't gonna, this isn't a cure, but it'll slow down the degradation until we can actually fix you." Yeah, until we can get you uh, to somewhere to help. So Lucius said, "Hey, I'm glad you finally able to use a tank." So apparently, he's had the tank forever. Yep, and he finally got to use it. <laughs> So Batman takes Lucius, and Batwoman kind of rides off to her next battle that we will see in the next issue. And Batman and Batwoman have been on the outs since she killed, quote, killed uh, Clayface in Detective Comics. I don't remember what the yeah, number it's is. It's been a while. It says in there, yeah, like, as seen in, in this issue. Um, but basically, she tried to kill him because he was going to destroy everything, and Bruce didn't like that because that's what he doesn't he doesn't do. And she's like, "Well, fine, I'll still do whatever I want because I don't need you." Joker's paint job on the drones are awesome too. Well, I really like oh, those. Yeah. <laughs> well, the one line I really liked is when they're on, when they're getting to be on the motorcycle, ride right into with the tank and everything. Batman's like, "I'll drive," and she's like, "No, this is my bike. <laughs> it's my bike. I'll drive. You'll ride. It'll be fine." So Batman rides on the back of a yeah. motorcycle, <laughs> right? So it's not you don't always see that happening, but no. it was it was pretty good to see good old Batty on the backseat. But yeah, Joker War has been phenomenal so far. I've really really enjoyed it. Um, I'm probably going to go back and order myself any of the tie-ins, just because I want to see everything about it. They, they've been great so far. Yeah, I think you excellent. probably have most of them already. I think I do. So, I don't know. Are they doing a Catwoman tie-in or anything like that? I think like that? they will. I, I'm not pulling Catwoman. I don't know if they have yet or not. So, I'll, I'll, we'll check. Yeah, we'll check on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, and go, diving into Seven Secrets a little bit deeper, um, I really enjoyed it. Laura was kind of meh on it, yeah. and Jared enjoyed I it as well. It. Added it to my pool right after I was done reading the first issue. Uh, so with this one, yeah, it starts with, like I said, pretty much the birth of the kid, and it's kind of a memoir written to his dad that dies at the end of this issue, trying to protect the secrets and protect his mom. Like she runs off to with the secret, and he's like. You know, I'm still stuck here. And she's like, oh, I'll come back and see if you're like, no, no, this is it. I've, what is the line he says? I'm full of holes or something. I like have that. some pretty sizable holes in me. Yeah. While he's standing on top of the stairwell, just bleeding out. He has one knife in him, several bullet holes. He's like, no, I'll save you. Nope, this is it. And he like jumps from the top of the stairwell to try to kill the main baddie with a knife. But looks like just barely glan- glances him into the shoulder, maybe? great setup for their main villain uh it identifies who's who right away yeah um and the dad is unless there's some sort of resurrection power definitely dead because it ends with his head getting flown off of his body for the big bad dude so yeah i don't know it was a good spy thing kind of reminded me a, a little bit of um mission possible a little bit with, uh, like hey this is never any battle we're gonna do you know you have to protect it 
and I don't know, it was just a really cool, good st- setup. I, I'm guessing that the rest of the series may follow her, but I'm hoping it'll be more about the kid, him learning the secrets and what it actually means, us learning what the secrets possibly are, hopefully. Because, um, yeah, I guess... Yeah, I, like the first uh, page or two, it had uh, no one can ever use these secrets because it's, like, world-ending. Yeah, well, so I guess I should say, no, no. I mean, I don't know. It start. It, so it, the parents were that. the parents were three months ago. The when the dad died was three months ago. So who knows well, what I think the, the opening scenes says it, now now and then it goes back to like six months, three months, three months, three months earlier was the rest of the story of that was most of the book, but it has like the seven secrets hidden base. Um, let's see, secrets. So many died to protect. Two people were loved. The seven secrets. Words, wonders, weapons, and worse, with the power to change the world in a heartbeat. If you learn the secrets, so it's some pretty apocalyptic stuff that apparently, if you know the secrets, and will more likely abuse. What's going on with that? So I'm definitely curious to see where where they're going to go with it too. Anything else we want to add for this episode? It's a little shorter than usual, but we're still getting our podcasting legs back to normal ish. Have you guys been watching anything exciting? Uh, Umbrella Academy. I, I watched all season one and two the last week or so. Mm, that was excellent. I, I it. loved it. I like the second season better than the first season. Oh, yeah. I think their storytelling got a little better. I, I Their budget went up. Absolutely. Yeah, you the special effects that. budget you, and everything. Usually you could tell a lot of the second seasons are better than first seasons just because after it takes off, the network will up their budget. Yeah. So... Yeah, it was a lot of fun this time. The opening scenes were just awesome when they were just fighting around. The, and the little, the, flashbacks, the, and the, the little yeah. flashbacks for each person to yeah. see where they came from and everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, that was fun. We watched Tiger King over the COVID break. I still haven't watched that. Um, It's kind of garbage television, but it's fun. Yeah, that's what it looked like yeah. from what I've seen and everything like that. But I'll probably sit down and watch it sometime. Uh, the um, I think it's American Vandal is the mockumentary style that has been on Netflix. The next season will be the Tiger King where the Tiger King will be played as or played by Nick Cage. Oh. So that's more reason to watch the, yeah. the original and then watch the new Nick Cage version of it. <laughs> I did not hear about that at all. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> Nick Cage will be the Tiger King. So that'll be fun. I, I, I'm already hooked and like, yep, I'll watch it. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, other than that just that, sounds good. Nick Cage. I watched The Boys. I finally watched it. It was all right. Yeah, that was pretty good. I'll watch more of that. Yep. It's definitely not a feel-good show. No, not at all. Uh, where uh, he's holding his girlfriend's arms, and next yep. thing you know, that's all he's holding. Yeah, she gets liquefied. <laughs> was, yeah. Yeah. But that's kind of as gruesome as the comic yeah, was. It, it's, it's been a while since I've read The Boys, but uh, one other thing I was going to bring up was. Uh, Walking Dead comics are relaunching colored versions. Well, okay. Is that well, what's... So, yes, but going back a little bit further before that, um, during, like, the first week of... I think it was July. Uh, they re- released a new Walking Dead comic book. Oh, yes. The Negan Lives. Negan Lives. Uh, it was a one-shot. Which that, the cover was... That cover's what sold it on me. So, a little bit backstory on that, which... What they started with, I guess, how it ended with a letter from Robert Kirkman, how he always ends his books, saying, like, you know, the the issue with 193, that was the end. I was like, I'm not going to do more. I'm done. But then COVID hit, and we need, you know, I left on a cliffhanger. One of his buddies reached out to him and said, hey, you know, if you can help the comic book industry, you know, this could help. So he wrote a one one shot issue about Negan. And he's like, you know, this is for basically this is for the fans and for the comic book stores that were forced to shut down, had no option. So I'm trying to help you out and keep it alive, which great on him. Um, I believe every comic book store got some copies guaranteed and some of the like every store that got some also got like two store exclusive covers that were like the gold foil and like two that are silver also. That was just for the comic book stores like here, do with it as you wish, you know, sell, raffle, whatever. So like he is. There's a lot of blowback, I think, that he got for people from people like, oh, 183, 183, that's the final issue. Didn't tell the comic book stores, didn't tell anybody. It was until after it was solicited, like, oh, here you go, this is the final issue, by the way. So we're all like, really? Because, you know, everyone's going to rush into the store and get it, and now we can't do anything about it. Versus Negan Lives was like a surprise issue, too. He's like, here you go. By the way, sorry about, my bad about that other stuff. Here's this. So he's really, he's really, in my eyes, 
he's good for the comic book industry. Like, yeah, he, he's looking so. out for the stores. Yeah, I, I really like that he did that. Um, when he ended the series like he did, I thought that was, at the time, I thought it was slapping the face to all the comic book right. shops. I mean, that's the final issue. They could have upped sales for right. and supported oh, the comic book shops big We would time. have ordered four to five times probably more than what we normally do, just right. because. Just now, because. No, I do understand his defense of that. Of like, well, you know, back in the day, there weren't, you know, there were surprises every issue. Now it's hard; it's very hard to get a surprise. Yeah. So this was one of those like, he does like to surprise stuff. Yeah, he does. Uh, we'll give him that. Um, He's he did, good at it. I mean, he did the series <laughs> Die Die Die. I think that was started last year. That no one knew until like Die Die Die. Was that the one with the brothers? Yeah, I believe the so, assassins. Yeah. Like, okay. We didn't know we were getting it until the Monday before we got them. Really? He just they ordered they sent them to equal to people or something else. I think probably the Walking Dead series itself. But there's no solicitations, nothing. Just out of the blue, here's this book. It's brand new. And then he did the same thing with the final. I was like, here it is. That's the end. Bye. <laughs> like he likes to do the surprise that. Um, and then Firepower, we were able to actually get the graphic novel back in January, February, before the series. Now it was supposed to come out more actually than what it did you know earlier than what it did but at least he gave everyone a free copy like here read it see if you like it order it up if you want then the first issue was free comic book day issue and then the actual series and stuff so like for that one screw up i'm okay with it because oh, he, yeah. he's more than made up for it afterwards oh yeah and it's like you said it's his mo is like just su- likes to surprise people right he likes uh, plot twists left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths that one right but yeah negan lives uh it was great i mean I forget which issue Walking Dead, he just walks off into the sunset. This basically explains what he does when he walks off. Um, now, it is also... It, it didn't really explain it other than just set up stuff. So, either he could do more or they could do other books. Who knows of what happens, but it did set up quite a bit. And then, circling back to what you originally said, yes, The Walking Dead is getting recolored, or actually colored at this point. Um, I don't remember the details. If they're like single issues or volumes... I saw I don't the rem- solicitation. I don't remember what it is, but... The Walking Dead, the intent right now is to have all of the issues ever made in full color now. That's cool. So, yeah, it'll be interesting I'd to li- see. I'd like to see those. Yeah, I think that, for me, that'd be a great way to reread the story. Same here. Um, I would still recommend people read the black and white originally, because that's the oh, yeah. format it was supposed to be in. Yeah. And then, if you want to reread it, then sure, reread it in color. I get some people, that they don't like that it's in black and white, so that might be their jumping on point. That's that's me all the way i would much rather have a comic book in color than black and white but if the story's still good enough like the walking dead the black and white doesn't matter for me when i was reading it i didn't really realize it was black and white i I mean that was good enough that i filled it in in my head i was good to go yeah once you get into the story it you really didn't pay attention to it at all yeah uh so i think that'll pretty much wrap up everything um, unless you want to do who your favorite hero is this week, or this, let's do the who your favorite hero is the last few months. Mark's not here to say no, so I'm in charge, so I get to do that. So, who has been your favorite hero since our last podcast? I'm gonna go with Batgirl right now. She <laughs> yeah. really stuck it to the Joker. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. I good. can't wait for the next issue of that. But yeah, out of all the books I've read and everything, I'm gonna have to go with Batgirl. I think I'm going to go with Robert Kirkman at this point. As much as we just talked about what he did with Negan and everything like that and the comic book industry uh, with firepower and everything, I'm going to say of the past four months or whatever since we did the last podcast, Robert Kirkman is my hero. I don't know. I, I guess I'll go kind of random. Uh, let's go with Trent Reznor because I bought a whole bunch of music because of all this COVID stuff. Because I was like, oh, during this time, a lot of artists all they can do is like it's easier to publish music and get it out there right now so i bought a whole bunch of albums and especially the other day like i'd ordered one and it didn't come in my shipment and i complained and asked for a refund of my money and then it came later so now it's like oh i need to to fix that like let them know that it eventually came because they had originally told me that i couldn't get it at all and this kind of loops around to like Sorry that I'm going to derail you, but one of the albums I ordered was the Watchmen soundtrack, and Watchmen was a series that we watched during the, oh, the COVID I forgot about too. that, yeah. I did yeah. too. Yeah, I thought you might have forgotten, because okay. I was like, why did he not mention this? I, I watched a lot of television. Yeah. 
Well, you watched some of it with me, and that was the one that we watched together that I could talk about, too. <laughs> you should have said something earlier, then. Well, you were on a, you were on a beeline. <laughs> but, but, yeah, um, I do recommend, like, the Watchmen series, if you can watch it from, what was it, HBO? Yeah, it was so, HBO. Um, I definitely recommend read the comic book first. And then watch that, because otherwise I felt like the series wouldn't have made any sense without the comic book. But the comic book, I didn't like it until I watched the series. The so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. The TV show definitely helped a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll agree, because I didn't. I was not a fan of the original Watchmen comics at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at some point, one thing I thought about why I read the Watchmen to begin with was because I'd heard it was super relevant, and I'm still trying to get more people interested in book club. So if you're interested in reading it, maybe we should make yeah. that one of our book club books. Yeah, I'd be up for that. Yeah. Start a book club back up, and I'll read that. Yeah, I should send you... I'm going to send you a link later. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, if you want book club too, let us know. If you want to participate in that some way or another, let us know. Uh, so yeah, recap, Batgirl, Robert Kirkman, Trent Reznor. Those yep. are the heroes of us <laughs> for us three tonight. All right. Uh, I think that'll wrap it up for the night. So thanks for listening. Um, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, that's what people kids say. These Let days. us know how you like the new format with spoilers at the end. Yeah, because that's something new, and we're yeah <laughs> we're so used to trying not to give spoilers, but give you a somewhat right. review of the book that it's hard to for us to walk the line. Still, I think it's fun to geek <laughs> yeah. out on it. Yeah, with the spoilers yeah. just because like there's something like I, I want to tell someone about this, but I can't say what it is. Um, but yeah, let us know, but I'm tentatively going to try to do this weekly again. We'll see. Uh, yeah, up for weekly. So yeah, depending on, you know, any other, other pandemics or emergencies or whatever, we'll see, but we'll try to do this weekly again and go from there. So thanks for listening. Uh, basically share the podcast. If you have social media, um, whatever platform you're listening on, tell people that it's on anything and everything. Uh, I know it's on Apple, iTunes, uh, Google Music, Spotify, Stitcher, all that stuff. It's, it should be everywhere. So, yeah, share it and tell people that they should listen to it also. And let us know what you like, dislike. Go from there. So, yeah, thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. 